Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches reviews, and oh my god, everybody's a robot for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And as always, you can follow us on, and our robot overlords on M- at MCU underscore rewind on Twitter, and give us that rating to make sure the robots know that you love us uh, on any podcast app that allows ratings. And this episode, we are covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 15, Self-Control. Original air date, ugh. Original air date, February 21st, 2017. And here's a quick rundown of the episode in one minute or less, hopefully. The Superior is dying, so Ada starts sawing him into pieces. In an after credit scene, the Superior wakes up as an LMD. Ada is torn between protecting the framework and not killing people. After speaking with Radcliffe, she misinterprets his reasoning and kills him, then puts him into the framework. Four Robo-Shieldies, Coulson, Mac, Director Mace, and Fitz, have infiltrated the playground and plan to bring all known Inhumans into the playground for execution. Robo-Coulson tries to convince Robo-May that all of this is a good thing. Uh, Fitzsimmons find out that one of them is an LMD, but they don't know which one. Turns out it's Fitz, who then knocks out Simmons, ties her up, and then lets her robo-kill him. While prepping to get the Inhumans, Daisy discovers a room full of robo-daisies, and discovers Mac is Robo-Mac. Then finds out about Coulson and Director Mace. Uh, But on the bright side, she finds out that Simmons and her are both still human, except for Daisy, who's inhuman. Uh, They make a plan to knock out every human in the base, uh, make them unconscious, and then go into the framework. On their way out, Robo-May stops them, but she lets them go and blows up the base. Daisy and Simmons go into the framework and take over the lives of their avatars already in that world. Daisy is still an agent, but dating Ward. Coulson is alive and a teacher. Mac has his daughter and isn't an agent. Fitz is some sort of top agent because he's wearing a fancy suit. And Simmons is dead. Also, May is an agent. An agent of Hydra. <gasps> I'm so happy that you also called the bad guys the Robo-Shieldies because I have that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to talk about them separately. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. First off, we're going to our fast facts. Woohoo! On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? I don't have a lot. Ah, neither do I. All right. I might have more than you do. Um, the title, Self-Control, refers to two things. Um, first of all, Ada says that Radcliffe suffers from poor self-control, um, and he may turn off the framework. So she is his self-control for him, by murderizing him. (laughs) And also, uh, Robo-May exercises, uh, control of herself for the first time, when when she makes the decision to kill Robo-Coulson and the rest of the Robo-Shieldies. Oh yeah, she actually like had her own uh, her own choice there. I kind of wonder if that's 
one of those things, I, I guess we could talk about her a little bit later, but um, I, I wonder if that's one of those things like now, because she doesn't have a prime directive of stealing the dark old that she can mostly do whatever she wants. I think so. Actually, that's what I, yeah, that's the conclusion I've come to. She had one, one, yeah, one order. She had one job and she did it. Okay. And then our, my last, my second and final fast fact is on uh, Simmons' tombstone uh, that we see at the end. We see her birthday, September 11th, 1987, which is Elizabeth Henstridge, her actress's real birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it also says that her bir- or the, her her death was in November of some year. So in a couple decades, let's see what happens when she actually passes away. <laughs> um, although she's only like a year older than us, Tony. Yes. Um, so it's very possible that we'll both die before her. Um, especially oh, yeah, like definitely. statistically average, because usually women yeah. live longer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yep. Um, I'm depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, throwing in another fast fact uh, related to the tombstone stuff. Um, so we see two other tombstones beside hers, one on the left and the right. Um, and what's very common in TV shows or movies is they'll throw in names of people who work on the show. So mm-hmm. um, those are two people who work on the show. Uh, one of them was uh, Ian Beavers, who's an office production assistant. And the other one is Jeffrey Steck, who is a production accountant on the show. How would you feel if you worked on something and they had to do tombstones and they decided to put your name on the tombstone? Well, I mean, first of all, I assume they ask. They're not just going to, like, do it. Um, <laughs> but second, I would love that. It's not like I'm acting in the show or anything. It's it's cool to get your name in there other than the credits at the end where no one actually looks. So I, yeah. I would like it. Now, how would you feel if they said for authenticity you have to lay in the grave and they'll cover you up? Um. Well, I get to, I get to get out later. I assume, right? Well, or, or yeah, that's I not... mean, a shooting day is like eight or twelve hours long. But yeah, eventually. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, as long as I get a residual check every so often, okay, I'll take it. All right, <laughs> I'll get I'll get four cents a month. I'll add that on my list of ways to murder Al. Okay, it's a long yep. list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to our heroes. Actually, you're in charge of this episode. I don't know what I'm doing. Go ahead, Al. What do we want to move on to? Well, I think we should talk about our heroes. That's what's next in our our show notes here. Mm -hmm. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough. That the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. Um, okay, so I should have done this a little bit better, because you had told me that you had separated your heroes uh, by groups, and then then I watched the show and had the opportunity to do the same, but didn't, uh, like okay. always. So I liked your grouping ideas, so let's... Let's go with that. So what? <laughs> Let me throw it back okay. at you, Tony. What were your groups? Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll start off with uh, Simmons, because it's who we kind of start off with in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, because I forgot about the twist, 
I had Fitzsimmons in this section, but no longer, because we find out Fitz is a murder bot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is probably also one of those spots where our format really doesn't fit the episode, too. So I have no problem talking about Robo Fitz a little bit here, too. Yeah, um, it should have been a hint to me that of the two of them, Fitz was the more calm. It should have been a big red flag that Fitz was a murder bot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, now, I, I I am going to point out this one little annoyance uh, that the show chose to do because of this, uh, in order to like hide the fact that Fitz was a, a murder bot. Um, at the end of last week's episode, we see that there are four um, LMDs, mm-hmm. and everything that we've seen makes it look like the people in the picture are the people that were scanned. And in this case, it had um, basically the other four uh, shieldy yeah. people, right? Uh, Daisy, Mac, uh, Director Mace, and Coulson. Um, mm-hmm. And so it said there were four. So we're basically being told by everything that those four people in that picture are the LMDs. So we can trust both Fitz and Simmons. Um, but apparently that's not at all how that works. Um, I yeah. guess there's a time delay on this. It was so much so that I considered, I obviously didn't, I just stopped trusting my memory, that maybe there were five people in there that whole time. Because when they reveal that Daisy's not an LMD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, we would have seen Fitz, right? And, and then later in this episode, too, like, we see the LMD detector when they're trying to decide between Fitz and Simmons which one of them is an LMD. Um we have an actual image of the two of them, and it says one of them is an LMD. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's just one of those things that I was like, okay, it would have been really cool if they had kind of worked that a little bit better. But unfortunately, you know, it leads to this situation. Like, all right, fine. I guess that's better for us as the audience to um, see, you know, all of all of this kind of play out the way it did. Yeah, and I do. I uh, really liked how it played out this scene mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. between the two of them. Although I'm not sure how I think where Simmons' first reaction is to tell her boyfriend to slit his wrist. Maybe that one was a little rough. I think there could have been other ways, like go stand on a scale or something. <laughs> yeah, um, or like why do you have to slit your wrist? <laughs> yeah, scrape your arm. Mm-hmm. We know that May had her shoulder hurt, Robo May, and that's how it revealed it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have no idea how um, painful it would be to like put a little cut on your forehead. Um, I, I feel like that would probably be a good yeah. way. I mean, she would know better, Simmons being yeah. a medical person. Peel off your face. If there's bone under there, then you're Ghost Rider. And if there's metal in there, you're a robot. Either way, you should probably get out Simmons. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, a little bit later, like after being knocked out by RoboFitz, uh, Simmons wakes up and she gets free really easily. It, it's kind of like she wasn't tied up at all. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was a little bit weird. Um and I was kind of wondering if RoboFitz wanted her to get free. If that was one of those weird subconscious things where they're saying that the real person still has a little bit of control or that, that mind set in a way. 
I'm not sure. Um, just because not so much fits, but the rest of the Robo Shieldies seem a lot more robotic than Robo May ever did. Yeah. So I think they're programmed differently. That's true. Coulson does even mention that later in the episode when he's talking to Robo May. Sorry, Robo mm-hmm. Coulson mentions that to Robo May. Yeah. Um, so I got a question now. Uh-huh. How would you react when you when you find out that I'm actually I mean, if it turned out that I was a murder bot? Mm. Is there still a real Tony somewhere? Well, there hasn't been one for the last 15. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, this is one of those questions like define real. Like are you has, <laughs> have you been a robo uh a robo Tony for like 15 years? Well, I mean, that's like the majority of our friendship right there. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, eh, I guess. I don't know. I probably um, would keep magnets with me more often. Um, well, that's about it. But if it's anything like Futurama, that would make me sing show tunes, and no one wants that. I mean, I'd take that over being murdered. Just, well. you know, if, weighing the two options. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you and I, sir, have different priorities. <laughs> My first priority, don't listen to show tunes. <laughs> I mean, I guess That's it has... a lie. I like musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Uh, but it has been a long time since I've watched an episode of Family Guy, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of show tunes in that show. Just... Uh, yeah, they are on the road to Rhode Island. Yeah, it has been a very long time since I've seen that show as well. <laughs> I, I I assume at this point it's just show tunes. It's like five minutes of cartoon in total, and then just <laughs> twenty minutes of Seth MacFarlane singing show tunes. Well, yeah, I mean he's got to work on the Orville, which is from what I hear a better show. I've never seen it. Oh, I really enjoyed that show. I thought it's yeah. Great. So Simmons murders her Robo boyfriend are they they're not engaged yet no they're not um no they (laughs) yeah yeah that that doesn't maybe happen in the future um although robo fitz does mention something like oh yeah Yeah. this is the first time he mentions it yeah um god this has got to be such a weird mind trip for her which Mm -hmm. is fair considering how we see her the rest of the episode she is she is not doing well uh, it's the appropriate reaction Mm -hmm. exactly um, I mean, even if you know this thing you're killing is not actually the person you love, God, that's got to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since he's acting. I do like, and we should probably talk about this. Whatever. I was going to we should talk about this when we talk about RoboFits, but we're talking mm-hmm. about it now. Is that scene of them, her trying to stab him and him trying to choke her, where he's like pleading for his life and then suddenly goes, Blank robo murder bot. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, again, with the whole messing with your mind, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, you you've seen, yeah, that's right. We we've talked about this before. So we we both watched, um, The Good Place, and yes, in that show, this is not really a spoiler. When you want to do a reset of the of uh, Janet, the omnipotent robot person um you just go press the button um but she shows up and she like 
screams and cries and you know says she doesn't want to die and that kind of stuff and um that's that's kind of what it is right here uh, yeah. but way more for, for those of you guys who haven't seen good place she's an artificial intelligence and that is like a defense mechanism it's not she's not just a woman that they're killing and she's screaming and begging for her life oh yes right yeah she's a <laughs> robot uh-huh <laughs> no she's uh-huh. not a robot not a lady those are the two things she establishes we don't know what she is oh that's right i keep forgetting like she says that every other episode yeah okay Um, that's all I have for Simmons before she, her story collides with Daisy's. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same here. Um, so who so, else? Moving on to Daisy. Yeah, sounds good. Why do, does the, do the LMDs need 20 Robo Daisies? So I had the very same question. Um, but it makes sense, um, because if they're found out, then they just activate more. Like what happened with Coulson and Mac when Robo Mac and Robo Coulson were killed by Daisy later in the episode, more just come out. So there's, so, so there's like six rooms or five rooms with a bunch of Robo, all the shieldies. I guess that part was a little weird. I don't know how they got so many LMDs in, um, mm-hmm. because I guess you've got like a room full of 20 Max, 20 Maces, what he calls that that part was a little weird um and oh no yeah i guess you're right all of the other ones too that they haven't gotten yet yeah there are so, 20 pipers 20 uh, davises and 20 of every other redshirt who doesn't have a name well uh, only like two of those oh, okay yeah that's fair <laughs> you don't need all of those guys yeah these things are expensive you're not just gonna waste them on on random people no 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 who how <laughs> How is how are they manufacturing these LMDs? I had that very same question. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I'm sure the Darkhold is is involved in this and somehow. Like there are like three other Adas making three other LMDs, or thirty thousand other LMDs. I, mean. I don't know about Adas. I would actually kind of assume that there's only the one, um, mm-hmm. excluding that other one that was. Uh, had her head chopped off by Mac uh, a few episodes ago. Uh, the one that almost stole the Darkhold. But, yep. uh, I mean, I'm thinking like a Darkhold 3D printer where it's getting the material from the Dark Dimension and then just like making everything. Something like that. Photocopy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing's off limits when you got the Darkhold. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, their brains are made of light, so... <laughs> I know. Yeah. To be fair, so was Ultron's kind of because it was the um, the power from the Soul Stone, which is essentially the same thing. Soul Stone, no, Mind Stone. <laughs> yeah, Soul Stone, very different. Um, okay, yeah, I would have to rewatch that now in curiosity, because I mean I don't know where that draws any power from. Um, they basically said that Ultron was a mind already inside of the soul stone. They just let it out. Yeah, but I don't think that makes complete sense because also he's part Stark and part Banner. And part... Yeah. What's he? I thought that was... Or he's part Stark at very least because he references the same stuff as Stark. And then... That's a good point. Yeah, Jarvis is Stark, Banner, Ultron... 
and the Mind Stone and Thor's lightning. <laughs> That's right. They reference all that stuff in Infinity War. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I like how Daisy kind of pulls a um, a Batman Begins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, except for smarter because she puts like a red herring and messes with a bra strap of a Robo, um, Daisy. Yeah, I mean it's similar to Batman Begins, right? Like it, it's mm-hmm. the the opposite because you're like you're still affecting things um to do that although i feel like maybe a smarter thing to do would have been to like just kind of hide around the corner and wait for robo mac to show up um that might have been a uh little better on that but i yeah you don't want to jump to conclusions if mac came in and was like oh my god why are there 20 daisies then you know trust him and then you just reveal yourself, hey, I'm over here, don't worry about me. Okay, <laughs> that actually get axed in the face by Mac. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of a lot of sense. Uh well yeah, actually, I guess you're right, real Mac <laughs> would just start <laughs> chopping. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I alright. Um so again, with you know, similar to what we were saying with Simmons of being in this weird situation, uh, Daisy again in this situation of finding a room full of twenty of herself, also super weird. Um, that's got to mess with you a lot less than you know what happened to Simmons, but still, yeah. um, just seeing all of that, like, huh, okay, this can't end well, unless it can. Now she's got like a bunch of copies of herself to like go run her errands that she never gets to do because she's always on missions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'd love to I mean, have you a, just ask a red shirt though. Yeah, I guess that's true. She probably does that. An L and D clone army of of yourself would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as you're in control of it, as long as it's not someone else's L and D clone army of you. Yeah, which is not at all what happened here. So yay. No. Yeah. So um. Daisy escapes with uh, a tablet for the security feed. Mm-hmm. And she's really lucky. Because she watches the feed right when it revealed that Fitz is an LMD and Daisy is not. Or, and Simmons is not. Mm-hmm. And that so, one has audio. Normally, security cams don't. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, this is a shield security cam. That's true, yeah. Uh, at one point, they can, use, it can recreate holograms back in season one. Oh yeah, <laughs> they really, really left that hologram stuff behind because it's probably expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably was. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have anything else for Daisy Solo? Uh, no, Solo. No, that's it. All right. I mean, she really only had like the one scene. <laughs> yeah. And then um, ne- for the next section, I called it Day Simmons. It's like Fitzsimmons, <laughs> but with Daisy instead. Okay. I'm trying to think of like different orders, different ways to order that day. Sim Day? Sim- Simsy? Ooh, Simsy. Simsy. Mm. Eh. Eh, all right. I feel like a lot of names end with the E sound. Mm. So That's true. It really just gets rid of the, the Daisy part of the name. Okay. Yeah. So Day Simmons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I thought it was real clever of Daisy to like 
yeah, these things obviously can't quake. Why she would think that in this situation, why Ada just couldn't make a a quaking device. <laughs> I don't know, but Yeah, I mean I guess she doesn't Yeah, that I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess if you've got the dark hold, she probably could have just made a quaking device. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I well, yeah, well, I going with what you said, I'm really glad that Daisy at least thought of that. Um I kind of wish that she would have shown her power a little bit to Simmons before mm-hmm. everything cuz like when they're both pointing weapons at each other, like if Daisy like pointed at something off to the side and was like, "Look, let me knock over that can." Uh and then knocks over it and then Simmons like, "Okay, well, I guess you're you're real." Um that would have helped at least alleviate Simmons. Yes, but if Simmons was an LMD at this moment, then uh Robo or she, uh, Robo Simmons would know that it's real Daisy and just shoot her. Yeah, but um Simmons didn't have a gun. She had the, the knife. Oh, and stab her. <laughs> yeah, which could have happened. But yeah, I mean, Daisy I mean, I think it. it's a bit. I understand her reasoning is they both find out the truth at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's. I guess I I get that, but all right, and and I am probably looking at this from the perspective of knowing that they're both um, not robos people. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, why didn't they just activate the Robo Daisies to get them? But then it would have all the red shirts would have known what was happening. Ah, yeah, that's a good point. Also, yeah. I guess we're not sure that they can because I assume that oh. they need a mind to be able to control the yeah. robot, right? Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. Because every everything else that we see, they always have to download the memories, and even though that the mind still goes into the framework that mind, the personality, and all that stuff is still around to control the, the robot. So maybe once they get her, they can activate 20 of them. But until then, I'm not sure. True. Um, Let's see. So they just have a bunch of sleeping gas laying around, which is convenient. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know, before we, we go on, there was oh. one other thing I wanted to say about Daisy Um. while she and Simmons are, are planning and well, actually, this part right here where they make their plan to uh, mm-hmm. uh, use all the, the gas. Um, so Daisy is like convinced, like absolutely convinced that she specifically will be will be uh, beating the LMDs. Um, and I kind of feel like this is the extent of her growth as a as a character. Like in, in later seasons, I feel like I remember her seeing her more like gung-ho about like well we have we will do this because we have to do this Mm -hmm. and um she always has or she does pretty much after this have the we'll always win kind of mindset and it's a we'll always win because we'll do what we have to and we're we're shield we're the best but like up until now it's been a lot of like growth for her as a character and then so uh this is one of those like character things that i'm gonna write down and try to remember as we talk about them more like you know like may with the anger stick that never seems to come up again. Um, so this will be something like with Daisy. Um, we'll see if, if this changes at all. But yeah. yeah. No, she She's definitely becoming a lot more confident in her own abilities. Especially since where we see her from the beginning of the season. Which was like two weeks ago in S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <all> the time. 
Yeah, exactly. She's probably still healing up from using her using her powers so much without the gauntlets. Yeah. Which in this, why doesn't she just have gauntlets? Yeah, exactly. Like just wear them all the time. Maybe yeah. not when you're asleep. I don't know how comfortable they are, but like, come on. Yeah, I mean they're way more comfortable than your bones dissolving. I assume. I mean, I've never worn them, but <laughs> they probably <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, that, that's all I wanted to bring up for for Daisy because, like, she she had that absolute mindset, and then um, I remember some thoughts that I have about her as a character in next season, and which would be season five, and then also in season seven, season six. She, I, I don't remember much, honestly, but uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm real interested in going to season six. Uh, we were talking off mic about um, I don't remember the bad guys' plans in Iron Fist. I don't understand the bad guys' plans in season six of Agents of Shield either. So I'm really interested to go back and really dissect that. <laughs> okay, I I'm pretty sure I remember the bad guys' plans in season six. I don't at all remember what their plan is in season seven, but I think that just okay. wasn't described well. So that's a whole other thing. Okay, I vice versa. <laughs> I can describe what's up in season seven. Okay, I will but. be asking you after uh, we're done recording this. Anyway, right. uh, we should probably move on. Uh, where oh, did you? I, I have Daisy versus Robo Mace as my next thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um, she comes in with the shotgun axe, which is like <laughs> cool. Oh Someone wait, has did... to. yeah. Um. Oh yeah, because she took out mm-hmm. um, Robo Mac. Yeah, earlier. she she took it from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I like um, we get a little allusion to the Terminator because every time he gets shot, he keeps coming forward. But the way he jerks back is like the T one thousand in Terminator two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I also really love her use of powers in this fight because she tries to go just punch him and it doesn't work so she uses quake punches <laughs> yeah um she's even like lifting herself off of the ground to punch mm-hmm. like to, to push herself faster which is really cool so it's not just like using the quake when she punches she's like using it in other cool ways yeah and like she barely defeats him like she is messed up after that fight oh yeah mm-hmm and I, uh, I like it's realistic um, compared to uh, May's fights with Ada previously. Because May, if we're being generous, Daisy is as skilled as May, but May, but Daisy has powers. Yeah, they're they're pretty close. Um, are though? Are you referencing when May was in the framework fighting Ada? Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. I guess. In the framework, she's basically the same toughness. So, okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I I don't see why they would change her abilities in the framework if it's supposed to be so realistic. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Plus, at the time when May was fighting Ada in the framework, um, like that was actually a a, a bad thing that May was able to beat her because um, she was like beating her faster and faster, and they had to keep building more of the world. So, mm-hmm. okay. 
Um, so she defeats Mace just to get shot by Robo Coulson and Robomech. With real bullets, not to... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my god, Icers would have been so useful. <laughs> yeah, they got her in one hit. Yeah, and they want her alive. <laughs> oh god, alright. Someday I mean, they we'll need figure her, this out. They need her conscious. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm sure they have an antidote to the Icers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not like they need an antidote. Like, I mean, she's asleep if if they hit her with an icer. So, like, I'm sure they can still download her, her mind. Yeah, but they also know Simmons is out there. They know they need her awake to download her mind. Because we know that from what RoboFits tell Simmons. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. It's yeah, in, in this is like, that's why he brought her around. Right before she, uh... I guess disabled him. It wasn't really murder because he's back alive later. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that just feels like that changes a few things, but also like, I mean, you don't really need an antidote. You just wait for someone to wake up. It's not like they're. Oh well, yeah, like I'm just thinking if there's a time if there's a time limit. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For whatever their plan is. Hmm. Um. And then when Robo Coulson and Robomac show up, uh, she uses like what looks like a quake bomb is the best way I can say it to kind of get all the powers and then explode both of them mm-hmm. into what is my favorite shot in the entire series of Agents of the Shield of okay. her shattering Robo Coulson or Robo Mac because Coulson just gets disabled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. So does that? I I remember I feel like I remember seeing that a lot. Did that show up in like a bunch of promo material or something? Um, uh, it showed up a lot in um, when they were coming to the hundredth episode. They were doing like a lot of remember this and like flashback uh, videos and stuff like that on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Okay, that and that makes that sense. scene was always in it. Cool. All right. Yeah, that scene and the scene from the last Ghost Rider episode where she shoots up in the air. I remember seeing a lot. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I don't remember the the scene that you're talking about where she shot up in the air. I don't remember seeing that a lot. Um, no, but, I remember okay. it. All over. <laughs> so the the way she uses her power there to make the the um, quake bomb, I guess is it the yeah. phrase. Um, I. I mean, I guess, we, so we've never seen her do something like that, but I feel like that sort of thing is something we see um, other people, other powered people do in, in things like, you know, TV show or movies, um, probably mm-hmm. usually if they have like electric powers or firepower in some way. Um, like, at yeah. least in my mind, that's 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 what it, it sounds familiar. I mean, it makes me think of Iron Man and Rhodey and Iron Man 2. Um, it makes me think of Pikachu. <laughs> not, not Lincoln, but actual Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> that That is who I was thinking of, but okay. Yeah. Um, although I would believe that, wait, didn't Lincoln do something like some sort of electric ball? I think he did. As much as I try to forget everything he's ever been involved in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Um, I think when he was fighting a uh, hive. Not I'm uh, not Hive. Um, God, Andrew's alter ego. 
Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember. Lash. Lash. Yeah. Lash. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm the only fan who remembers Andrew before they remember Lash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Andrew as a character gets more screen time overall, so that seems fair. Yeah, but Lash is a much more memorable name because I know I can name at least three characters named Andrew, and I only know one character named Lash. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, uh, Daisy yeah. fighting Robo Shieldies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then at the same time, Simmons is revo- reviving some other redshirt agents <laughs> and uh, enslaving them. Well, two of them have a name Piper and Davis, and the other guy. Um, <laughs> no spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, but two of those survive, and one of them doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> or at least become significant. For all I know, that other guy's still around somewhere. Yeah, I was about to ask. Like, I don't, I don't remember seeing any other Shield agents die. But okay, I guess. Yeah. Well, I right. mean, not this episode, but it's just like mm-hmm. we know Davis and Piper for reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Luckily, luckily, uh, uh, Daisy uses her quake bomb. Right in time, because Piper is going to straight up kill Simmons. <laughs> yeah, um, and we don't. I guess we don't know where she was going to stab her, but it was probably in a deadly spot. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the training. Um, and they don't know where you stab to kill a a robot. I mean, they don't because Simmons was for sure going for Fitz, Robo Fitz's neck, and that turned him right off. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. I mean, he came back, but all right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they escape in the Zephyr. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, really quick question: Robo May is um in your your villain. I have her in my section? heroes. I have her in my hero section. Okay. Alright. She's the next one. So my next two sections mm-hmm. is Robo May, and then I have in the framework as a separate section. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because that gets all weird. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well cool. Well, since everyone else gets out at the Zephyr and then goes into the framework as soon as they can, um, I guess we could talk about Robo May unless you had anything for the other characters, which honestly nothing no. for me. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't think the rest of the rest of the characters you see standing in the background of Ada's lair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah strapped right. to table things <laughs> yeah all right so robo may um i mean we i we probably already talked of like about half of the notes that we both have for her at least um, that is true <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah she has some actual um self-actualization uh i mean again mm-hmm. she is still her mind is may um and so i was wondering about this like instead of you know, killing herself and blowing up the playground. What if she tried to fight off the other LMVs? Because I feel like that's something May, like real life May, would have actually tried to do. Um, maybe Robo May thought, well, she'll always be compromised as an agent because, you know, she might have other directives inside of her that she can't control. So maybe killing herself was a overall a net win for everyone. Like it's better to do that now than. Mm-hmm. betraying everyone later on 
Yeah, I mean, she's aware. Like, she talks to Robo Coulson and says that the reason she followed the Darkhold's plan, um, the direction of the Darkhold, is because Radcliffe told her to do it. But now <laughs> she's not going to take orders from Robo Coulson. Or she's not programmed to specifically do that. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, and then if they run, because they don't know that Ratcliffe dies. So if she goes with them and they run into Ratcliffe, suddenly she's an enemy to Day Simmons and the rest of them. Yeah, that's true. So uh, he just has to tell her to do something, and that's it. She has to. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah. compromised as an agent. Ugh. Yeah. I am surprised how touched I was by Robo May's sacrifice at the end of this episode. <laughs> really. Yeah, I was like, I was proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I too was proud, because it's not the thing that you expect, right? You just assume that the robots are all going to be together, but then you're like, oh no, this this makes sense. Cool, that's yeah. that's good. Um, I, I thought you were saying that you were, um, you know, you were touched in that, like, you know, this is one of those emotional scenes. I'm like, well, it's, it's not really like the, the types of emotional scenes that we get in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where things kind of slow down, there's some music going on, we all mourn the death of her, but mm-hmm. like, because none of that happened. Because um, I thought that's what you were referencing, but okay. Yeah, well, it was, it, I did find it a little emotional, especially when her conversation she has with Robo Coulson about, oh. mm-hmm. yeah, taking control, having her own self control, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even like as an LMD, the entire time that she was around, she always wanted to do the right thing, even though there were times where she couldn't. So mm-hmm. this, I guess this was her first time of actually being able to do the right thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she thought she was doing the right thing until she got a hold of the Darkhold last time she was powered on. And then she had to give it to Radcliffe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then she destroys the playground. Yeah, and it's it's gone. We never see the playground again. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because what we've been here for three, two seasons, three seasons, right? Yeah. So, well, this is halfway through season four. Or yeah. Part of well, life, so yeah. Two, yeah, two and oh, a half right, seasons because season we started in season two, right? Here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so a total of two and a half seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big chunk. It's like, I'm surprised it wasn't made a big, bigger deal of. Like, I think of when the high school collapses in, what, season three or four of Buffy. That was a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this, we get, we get an explosion as the jet is taking off. The, mm-hmm. what was that, the Zephyr? Or the... Yeah, the Zephyr. Okay. Right. Or, or the bus? Zephyr? No, it's not the bus. The bus was destroyed in season one. Ah, oh, that's right. The, is whatever it a, the is it a is. It's a, then it's a Zephyr, because it's not a Quinjet. Okay, got it. Yeah, so it's yeah. So the Zephyr, because it's the, the big, the actual big one that they can use for a lot of stuff. Because a yeah. Quinjet, they would not fit all this equipment in and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so the, the plane basically barely gets out, which we kind of get a little view of the plane and then the explosion like right under it. So um, like they don't, I, I feel like they don't really explain that well that the playground is, is gone. Like that's it. Because like the rest of the season, sorry for a little bit of spoilers, doesn't take place in the playground. So you don't really think about it. 
And then season five, things are a little weird for a while at the beginning. And then, then they need a base of operations and it's something else. And so like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it really hit me when I saw this originally that (laughs) they destroyed the playground completely. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to spoil where they end up in season five, but when they find a new base of operations, my thought process was, why aren't they going back to the playground? Why are they going to this new place? Yeah, exactly. I had that exact same thought. Um, but this makes perfect sense. It is completely gone. Um, yep. actually, Lots of that Richards I... died. Because there was well, still a lot of them alive in there. <laughs> well, no, actually, um, so Simmons told um, Piper and Davis and the other red shirt to get all the other people out before leaving. Oh. Okay, um, that's nice to hear. I don't think they had enough time. <laughs> Agreed. Um, <laughs> but they're all alive, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, slight thing, uh, I guess we can talk about this a little bit later. I think I know why. Even if the playground is somewhat around, like structurally sound, like mm-hmm. storyline-wise, I think I know why they don't go back. So if you want, we can talk about that after. Because uh, yeah. that's definite spoilers. But okay. um but yeah, uh, so goodbye, Playground. Um, yeah. You will be missed. Yep. And hello, Yo-Yo. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Pick her up. Just, she was the first one on the list. Obviously, they're going in reverse alphabetical order. Yeah, did, did they pick her up? Or was she just already on the plane and she never got out? Oh, was she on the plane? <laughs> no, I don't think she was on the plane. I guess they picked okay. her up, which was weird. <laughs> they, so they flew from the East Coast to L.A. to pick her up, right? I guess is what happened. Because <laughs> we don't know where she maybe. was. <laughs> <laughs> Who, maybe they left her in Baltimore after a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> she just moved there. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it's an easier commute than what Fitzsimmons have to do to their apartment in L.A. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they never ever got to live there. <laughs> But they still have to pay the rent. Yeah. Uh, well, their their place of work has just been destroyed. Yeah. I'm sure that's that's probably a, an out on their their lease, right? That whatever that contract. Maybe. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. Yeah. Simmons and Daisy go into the framework to find everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then we get a couple reveals of where everyone is in the tra- in the framework. Um, that w- I don't know if we really need to cover because you kind of covered it all pretty straightforward <laughs> in the intro. Yeah, it's it's basically just teaser stuff for the next yeah. episode when they they go start to go into these things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to review that again, um, so uh, Daisy. Oh man, Daisy. I guess we don't actually see her face, but. She was so excited to see um, Framework Lincoln. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I guess we'll see that nope. in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ward. Oh. I'm happy about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Same here. I actually liked, like, as a character, I thought he was cool to you know be mm-hmm. around. Um, glad that he's not, you know... Um, hive anymore or you know neo yeah basically yeah <laughs> uh, i'm looking through what i wrote down before um 
what else? Coulson is a teacher, as he was talking about, or as Robo Coulson was talking about earlier in this uh-huh. episode. He wondered what life would be like if he didn't join Shield. <clears throat> um, Mac picking up the uh, the bike in his front lawn, so he's a. Uh, I guess we don't know what he does for a living, but I guess he he never he, in this life he never joined Shield or Hydra, he can, or he's on vacation. We don't know. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't have a kid or anything else in his life, so none of them ever just, take vacation. It's just him and a small bike. <laughs> he's uh he's learning to do um like those clown tricks, right? Where you you um <laughs> yeah, just on a really tiny small tricycle. Yeah. It's like yep. that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes Krusty the Clown or goes to clown college and then he mm-hmm. tries to do the the loop with the bike and it never works. So Mac is becoming a clown. All right, we're looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's it's the life he wanted to live. Um, yeah. Simmons dead. Um, yep. So. We are so lucky. Just because she's dead doesn't mean, first of all, she's buried alive forever, or um, that it's just she's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean. I, I feel like that was a weird one. Um, I mean, I kind of know where, where they're going with the storyline for her, having seen the rest of the season. But like, mm-hmm. just before going into the framework, they were like, yeah, we don't actually know it, um, if you die in the framework. We're pretty sure you die in real life. Um, yeah. So I guess if you start dead, you're okay. You come back to life. So that's... She's immortal. She can't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. All right. Uh, and then Fitz and May are both agents of Hydra, it looks like. Yeah. And Fitz has a different female friend, who's obviously not Simmons. Yes, definitely not Simmons. Also, he is he is dressing really nice, so... Yeah. He's, he's definitely high level, from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. And I think we're done with our heroes. Ooh, all right, 50 minutes in. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean... That's pretty much the bulk of the episode. Anyway, let's take a quick break, pay some bills. Um, here's an ad. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so. Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. No matter who you are an adult, a child, dog, or parrot, rich or poor, we all have the exact same limit on this very specific resource. Tony, what is that resource? Time. Exactly. Time. We all have oh, the shit. same 24 hours in a day, unless you can afford the many products that take care of tasks for you, like food or grocery delivery, a car, or a private, time-shared jet. And for those people with a small to medium fortune to throw around, there's the LMD Clone Army. We've all been at the point where we can say, I can't be in two places at once. But with an LMD clone army, you can be in 30 places at once. With your own personal LMD army, you can scale yourself to handle as many tasks in a single day as you want. Pick up and drop off the kids at school. Pick up and drop off the dry cleaning. Pick up and drop off the dog at the vet. The possibilities are endless, especially once you expand your tasks beyond just picking or dropping things off. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free mini-me with your order of 15 LMDs or more. Remember, that's LMD clone army where you can be in 30 places at once. No more, no less. 
I was so surprised when I got the answer right. <laughs> um, you know, I considered being uh, like meaner about it, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to throw throw Tony a bone here. He might actually get this one. <laughs> and oh, you thanks, did. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, the villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! We've got very little here, especially because we already talked about a lot of the robo-villains with the yeah. other heroes. I think um, Ada is going to be the bulk of this discussion because she wasn't connected to the rest of the uh, heroes. <laughs> you want to say shieldies, huh? Yep. All right. The um, sh- <laughs> heroes. They're all female. They're sheroes. Okay. Or they're heroes because it shouldn't be gendered. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess we'll put Ada... Let's put her last since we're kind of still okay. talking about all the other characters. Um, honestly, I really have nothing else to do or to talk about. <laughs> I have nothing else to do, Tony. That's why I'm here. No, uh, I have nothing else to say about the uh, the Robo Shieldies because everything I had just already we, we've said. So I don't know if you have anything else in your notes that you want to talk about. Um, I do. Uh, uh, the quick scenes with like when they find out that Fitz is an LMD and they have to. Is it Mac, Robo Mac or Robo Colson who has to take them out? The um the red shirts. Oh, uh, that was Colson. So um, Mace and Colson were in that room. Yeah. So they okay, were both the ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, it reminded me a lot of the scene with Red Skull when he's trying the um the laser gun for the first time. <laughs> Especially oh. since, uh, even down to the weapon not working as expected on the third guy and having to try again. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because Robo Colson ran out of ammo and he had to get very violent about it yeah you yeah, had to beat him to death with the ball the butt of the gun mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i mean we've talked about most of the stuff i thought that was a cool scene uh mm-hmm. the shieldy the robo shieldies have a plan to just kill all the inhumans <laughs> yeah that's odd and you know what actually Given a little bit of what I remember that happens in the next in the rest of the season, uh-huh. I feel like that's a little backwards for their plan. But maybe I'm misremembering something, so I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Um, yeah. But if someone has watched this the rest of the season before, you might actually know what I'm referencing. So again, or you we'll might have seen it and not don't remember, and you're just in here just nodding and agreeing. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> it could very well be it. <laughs> um. um yeah, that's all I have for the Robo Shieldies. <laughs> no, yeah. we have we talked about them a lot earlier. Yeah, that's true. Um, actually, you know, what? just one last thing, I guess, about uh, Robo Coulson when he was talking mm-hmm. to Robo May. Um, you know, he he kept bringing up the fact that the um non Robo people are alive and safe and sound, and that this is <clears throat> him thinking he's the good guy in the story, right? Other than the Inhumans that they have to kill, but that's like that's a necessary thing to you know kill the few to save the many kind of scenario i think is probably what in his mind is what he's justifying yeah um, 
So in a sense, again, it's still Coulson's mind, even though it is warped by, you know, whatever stuff Ada and possibly Radcliffe put in there. But yeah. It's true. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's just what he's doing is so anti-Coulson. So I'm not sure how much I think it's really Coulson. Because especially how robotic they are earlier in the episode. Yeah. Which is probably, honestly, more of like a directing thing. It's like, hey, let's help the audience remember that these people are robots. That's one of those things that's so hard to to tell. Like, yeah, in real life, you would totally notice that with some people. Like, why are they so... Mm -hmm monotonous or monotone and all that stuff yeah um same thing yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) but like uh, the um but you know it's 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 one of those things that that helps um did you ever watch the terminator tv show yeah i think i watched the first season okay um with summer glow yeah so mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so she was the terminator in the very first episode she was very lifelike as a as a person and then mm-hmm. episode two went on for the rest of the series she was as lifelike as arnold schwarzenegger is a terminator in the movies right like very so very yeah um so uh you know same same thing here right like it's it's, it's just showing us yeah okay it's a robot make it easy yeah i mean in my head canon with terminator at least the terminator tv show it was like, it must take a lot of processing power to pretend to be humans. And once it's revealed, what's the point of keeping it up and wasting all that energy? That's a good point. That works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got other things you got to worry about. Exactly. Like hunting other Terminators. Yep. I should rewatch that show. I, wonder, I bet it's streaming somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I wonder. Yeah, because I, I, remember, I remember loving the show and then mm-hmm. on like reflecting on it like a couple years later thinking i don't actually remember if i liked it or not <laughs> so yeah anyway i'll put on my pile of stuff to rewatch instead of like watching stuff i've never seen <laughs> like i feel like i should really watch Battlestar galactica everyone tells me it's great i've just never seen it all right you might like it i tried oh. and it wasn't for me i think you're the first person i've heard who didn't like it um i mean it's it's the the speed of the show it's um it's very slow. Uh, okay. Granted, what everyone told me was that season one was very slow. Once you get past that, it gets really good and really quick. Um, my impression is some on the same level as Agents of Shield, or that's my assumption at least. Um, yeah. But I just i I have to watch it all. So yeah, no, you can't skip. Yeah. So eh, oh well. All right. Uh, should we move over to Ada? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. We're done with all the other robo villains, robo shieldies, robo the others. <laughs> um, my first note is her prime directive is to protect the framework, and obviously this involves sawing Ivanov's body while he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she doesn't care. No, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no. Yep. Um, she's she's the first character who's like, I don't. Um, how do I know I don't like killing if I haven't done it? And then tried killing and found out she likes it. <laughs> or she just doesn't care. I yeah. kind of think it's that. Well, she, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first time we see her, or the first murder we know that she does at the beginning, or like eight episodes ago when she killed, I can't remember that, eight, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that went to go 
pick her up um, oh, yeah. and take her to S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Um, they said his name a bunch of times. Uh, but uh, well, anyway. I call like, him Red Shirt 7. Yeah, Red Shirt 7. Um, you know, she killed him. And then, like, the next episode, she was questioning Radcliffe. Like, well, why? Why was killing him bad? So <laughs> I don't know if she likes it, but she definitely doesn't care whatsoever. Yeah. It's just easier if she could just kill everyone who gets in their way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then yeah. Radcliffe kind of tells her, you know what? They're li- they're still alive in there, so it doesn't matter if they die. So she has permission to kill all of them. Yeah. She doesn't. She only kills Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and which I guess is mostly because she doesn't need to kill the others. Yeah. Because Radcliffe is the only one that she would have to listen to if if given, you know, a, an order. Uh, if he oh, says, true. get rid of the framework, because that's exactly what she what she said. Like, what happens if Radcliffe, you tell me someday to destroy the framework? That's not a thing she can do. And so she's like, well, this solves that problem. All right, move on to the next problem. So keeping the other people alive, probably not a big issue for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, do you have anything else? Uh, a little bit. Why does she have to protect the framework? I'm I'm a little confused on I, why Radcliffe, like, all of a sudden... It, it feels like that's kind of a completely new thing that he just threw in. Probably, like, sometime within the past week or so, he was like, yeah, we should, we should make her protect the framework at the whatever cost, I guess. Um, that seemed a little odd to me. I mean, it's not spelled out, but I can, like, justify it. Because now Agnes, the love of his life, is in the framework. And if that gets turned off, she's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems fair. Plus yeah. the lives of the other people inside of the <laughs> uh, inside of the framework already. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense. Because that is a, a big question of what happens to all of them. Um, hmm. uh, Tony, have you watched the show uh i can't remember what it's called upload i want to say is what it was called it's an amazon no show. i know what you're talking about it was like an amazon series yeah yeah so amazon show i have not watched it okay uh really good i i enjoyed the first season i'm really hoping it gets a second season but i haven't looked into that at all um but uh so basically the main plot as you probably have seen from like uh you know trailers and stuff is mm-hmm. when you die they put your mind into computer basically to just kind of upload it and then you live forever as in this virtual world essentially um, you're still dead in the real world and so yeah. like i have a lot of questions about that as as a whole um especially after watching the series but um, mm-hmm. you know one of those is like well what happens if the company goes out of business someday are they technically killing a bunch of people does the government have to get involved what happens there and so anyway exact same questions that have to happen here so i guess that makes a lot of sense of why radcliffe is is being like yeah don't um let this thing uh blow up so yeah yeah and they have really good internet connection apparently yeah no lagging they don't get down well they can recreate the entire world yeah well it's running on literally every computing device in the world uh, they did say that last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's using up all of the bandwidth throughout the world. <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Is everyone's internet just really slow right now in the entire world? <laughs> I 
guess so. Yeah, everyone just lost thirty percent of their speed. <laughs> yep. But don't worry, everyone will just um, uh, blame their ISP, and it's okay. They won't suspect this. I yeah, I guess so. I mean, every person in the world is probably looking at switching to the one other ISP in their town. Yep. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I'm good with Ada. Yeah, same here. I, the only thing really I had was why she's protecting the framework. Um, yeah. You want to talk about... I, I don't the have anything in the plastic bubbles. Hmm? Oh, I was thinking Ivanov. Yeah, Radcliffe is dead, and that's the end of Radcliffe. Yeah. Not really, because he's in the framework now. Mm-hmm. All right. um, the superior, I guess? I don't know if you have anything with him. Um. Yeah, well, he's now a disembodied head with a robot body that he controls by remote control yep i'm a little curious on the logic why he but i i guess i think it's because by the letter of what he said i don't want my like i don't want my brain in that body or in the fake body or something by the letter of what he said technically um his brain is not in that body (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I just didn't think Ada cared about that at all. Um, now she's not killing him technically, yeah. um, but she could have achieved the same thing by just uploading his mind into an LMD and le- leaving him unconscious. Uh, but I guess maybe actually now that I think about it, um, she did say that he was supposed to also protect the the framework, or I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. something to that effect, right? And so. Maybe whatever she did to him makes him a little bit better for doing that for whatever his job is now because he's never going to go into the framework. So yeah. he, well, he... I think I think he was going to die. His body was giving out after fighting a Daisy. Yeah, that's true. So, but again, why not just put him into the framework and upload his mind to this LMD, save it as a backup somewhere, so mm. that way if the LMD gets destroyed, he just goes into another. That's a good question. But now yeah. they've got his head in a jar. So. Yeah. Eh, all right. Well, maybe we'll get some some more uh, reasoning behind that later in the season. I don't yeah. know. All right. All right. Uh, do you have anyone for the guy in the chair? No. Um, I mean, no, just neither. as far as. Yeah, okay. As far as characters, I mean, we already talked about the two, I guess, that would fit that Piper and Davis. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. And the other guy. Don't forget him. Yeah, yeah. Richard. Yeah. How about <laughs> um anything for twelve percent of the plan? Uh not yeah. anymore. We already talked about the everything I had. Well, the playground being gone. That was a that was a big thing. So yeah. that's it for me, yeah. You? No. Nope. Alright. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how are we rating this episode? Um. Oh, all right. Well, how many um, heads in jars are we going to rate <clears throat> this one? Or, Tony, how many heads in jars would you rate this episode? I would give this a perfect five out of five. And I agree with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you want to give your reasoning, probably. No, I just, uh, like, this was an action-packed episode. This was an intense episode. There was suspense. There was huge ramifications for the S.H.I.E.L.D. as a whole with the playground going. Um, I think it's uh, definitely Elizabeth Henstridge's best acting when she's freaking out. And then the best seeing our S.H.I.E.L.D.ies be evil was really good, especially um, I liked evil Robo Fitz. So just every part of this episode, there was nothing I didn't like. Yeah, and I, I agree with, with everything you said there. Um, so this episode is the end of the second pod of the season. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, back when the first pod episode ended um, and, you know, they defeated Eli Morrow with the help of Ghost Rider and all that stuff, I remember feeling it was very, um, it to me, that episode felt anticlimactic. Like it was still cool to see that story end and, you know, kind of get wrapped up. And so it, it still had a little bit more excitement, but there were a little more excitement than, you know, the other episodes that we had seen so far in the season. But this one specifically, I thought was, was very energetic, you know, even right from the beginning, you know, as the audience, we didn't really know what was going on. I complained a little bit about, you know, being messed with or being lied to that, you know, thinking Daisy was one of the LMDs, even though it wasn't from that picture. But, um, you know, that still at least led to something really cool mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, what we saw with, with Fitz and Simmons play out. So, yeah, definitely this was awesome. And I can't wait to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. next. You know, whenever mm-hmm. that is. Uh, well, Al, <laughs> that would be way in the future on May 10th. <sighs> um, instead, before we get back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we will be covering season one of Iron Fist, with next time we're covering season one, episode one, Snow Gives Way. And you know, guys, I just want to say, we've crapped on Iron Fist pretty hard, and that's not going to stop. So listen to us next week as we come back with Iron Fist season one. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Wine and give us that rating. And as always, this is a Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four. Episode 15, Self-Control. Have a marvelous day. Take-